horrible man. All right. Coming up on this episode of Meet the Junior Misses. Atari, Namco, sports video game, tennis, Bradley, sports video game, Pong, Pong, Pong. Brothers. This week on Family Film Night, critic Bronte Sisters and I will be reviewing Martin Scorsese's latest, Clean Streets, about the gentrification of Brooklyn, the romantic comedy A Temporary Inconvenience about the 2010 ash cloud over Iceland, and the long-anticipated sequel to the 1995 blockbuster Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds 2, Minds More Dangerouser. So grab the popcorn, pop on the couch, and join your brothers and sisters for another fantastic family film night. 
a little while ago, I got to sit down with Hefany Savage Luger to talk about Dangerous Minds 2, Minds More Dangerouser. Hefany, welcome to Family Film Night. Christian, thank you so much for having me. You famously said uh, that in this world, there's only two types of people, heroes and heels. Some people call me American royalty due to my background in the professional wrestling world. You are either a wrestler or you're a punk. Heavenly, you're of course referring to your belatedly departed parents. My mother is Miss Elizabeth and my father is Macho Man Randy Savage and Orlex Luger. Tell me, is that still an open wound? No, uh... I would say I'm over it. Ah, good. So it's cauterized. Because you don't want to let it burn. My mother always used to say, don't let it burn, don't let it fade. And I'm in so deep. You know, I'm such a fool for you. You got me wrapped around your finger. Ah, 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 ah. Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? You're, you're going to need to uh, speed it up a little bit, Christian, if that's all right. Uh, Yeah, so you were saying about your dad. We aren't fully sure who my father is, and I prefer to keep it that way because in my eyes I am 60% savage, 40% luger. I'm the cream of the crop, oh yeah. So tell me a little bit about this new Dangerous Minds, or as the kids are calling it, DM2 colon 2MDR. Absolutely. I am picking up where Michelle Pfeiffer left off. God rest her soul. Uh, of course, in Dangerous Minds 1. Now, this film is a sequel to the 1995 smash hit. In that film, Michelle Pfeiffer plays Luann Johnson, a teacher in a public school. And in this film, it's quite cunning. I play Leanne Johnson, her niece. In Dangerous Minds 1, Michelle Pfeiffer ventures into what we call in America the hood, which is a depressed area full of young children who need white women to teach them. And I also teach in a public school, but this public school is in England. And let me tell you, Christian, public schools in England are not like public schools in inner city Philadelphia. Public schools in England are for rich people. And I am learning a lot along the way. In fact, you could say these children teach me more than I teach them. Oh, yeah. Money doesn't solve everything. Sometimes having money hurts. It's hard for these young boys who go to these Eatons, these Harrows. In fact, They might be the most oppressed people of all. You had to gain quite a bit of weight for this role. Uh, And, of course, you had two diets to choose from. You could go the Muriel Wedding or you could go uh, the Bridget Jones. Of course, the Muriel Wedding method involves candied kangaroo, barbecued koala, lots and lots of Vegemite, and a lot of lager. I really would have thought there'd be more chocolate in the Australian diet. That's a common misconception. I mean, in Australia, it is hot in the winter and cold in the summer, so it's very hard to keep chocolate. So I went the Bridget Jones route, which includes jellied eels, Mars bars, Cadbury dairy milk, Cadbury dairy milk with hazelnuts, Cadbury dairy milk with jellied eels, and a lot of lager. Oh, yeah. Of course, this enabled me to gain... 12 pounds. 12 pounds plus 10 pounds from the camera. That's 22 pounds you gained for this role. Which really helped me to look poorer. Good news, guys. I'm doing something delightful. 
Percival, it's so wonderful to... That's right. What a treat for you. It's me, Percival Merkin. I've come to get involved in the interview. It's me, your lovely co-star, yeah. Ah, Percival Merkin, fresh off the set of the CW's gritty Peanuts reboot, Charles Brown. Yeah, I play Snoopy, a hard-bitten, world-weary ex-fighter pilot. How are you doing? You all right, yeah? It's a great thing you're here, because I was just about to ask, Hefany, how did you get on with the rest of the cast and crew? Yes, Christian, we had an immediate kinship. We got on famously. As you know, I'm very impish. I'm always doing little jokes, aren't I? Do you remember the other day when I got in your car and I stole your steering wheel? (laughs) And I've still not given it back. You're a bit of a prankster, as you, as, as you say. Uh, a bit of a George Clooney for the UK. Welcome. Now, we were just talking a little bit about, about, the, uh, about, about the film. Now, normally, uh, if a film is set in the UK, it stars Olivia Colman. Now, I understand that you beat out Olivia Colman for the role of Leanne Johnson, a person who's probably about 25 years younger than Olivia Colman in real life. Do you think Olivia Colman's days are numbered? Olivia Coleman was cast in this role, and they actually began shooting here in England. But I decided to challenge her. I decided to step onto the set as a surprise and challenge Olivia Coleman because she didn't have what it takes, and I did. Olivia Coleman is a joke and a punk, and she doesn't know what she's doing in this life or any life. I walked straight onto the set and I suplexed her. She fell over. I picked up a director's chair and smacked it over her back. It split into a million pieces, Christian, if you can believe that. From there, I did that thing where you jump in the air and your legs go out to the side and you sort of hit the ground, but if you look from the right angle, it looks like you're landing on top of the person's spine. The blunt force on the floor alone shook her to her core. She stood up. She staggered over to the director. I pulled her back. By her bra strap, I swung her around 720 degrees and I threw her into a PA. I believe they call them runners in England. I don't know if this one had a driver's license or not, but I'll tell you one thing. He doesn't now because he's in the hospital. Because Olivia Coleman landed on that PA and they were both incapacitated. Well, this might come as a shock to you because Olivia Colman has just announced that she's retiring from acting. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, Christian. Hold your horses because I've got it on very good authority that she's back in training with Jim Broadbent and she is going to bring the smackdown and bring the pain. Finally, champ Olivia Colman has been taken out. So if you're a young British actress named Gemma or Emma or Emily or Persephone or Skylark or... Johanna, but with an H, or Floor, or Lily, or Rose, or Daisy, or Evergreen. So be you Flora or Fauna, this is your chance, ladies, to finally get cast in something that normally would go to Olivia Colman. So literally anything in the entire British television and cinematic industry. My advice, Hefany, is just uh, watch your back. Oh yeah. Hi, and welcome to Merkin on Movie Acting. Here are the three things you need to know to get the most from this course. Number one, by the end of the course, you will be a great movie actor. Number two, 
you will learn how to do amazingly funny on-set pranks, the calling card of a great movie actor. And number three, there is absolutely no legal guarantee that you will become a great movie actor. And in fact, if you're an overweight British man, you're going to be coming up against me for those roles and I will be actively trying to destroy you. I was talking to my good friend Russell Brand in our sex addiction clinic and he turned to me and he said, Percy Worsey, you really helped me become a fantastic film actor and now, out of the kindness of my heart, I'd like to help you become a fantastic podcaster. And I said, ugh, podcasts? They're for ugly actors who can't get on the TV and people who want to fetishize serial killers. No thank you. But..." I'll tell you what I will do. One of those very expensive how to act videos. I took it to the lads down at Masterclass and they said, we've already got Gordon Ramsay and Vinnie Jones. Where did you play football? And I said, football? Yuck! As a lifelong rugger bugger, I'm not gonna throw my hat in the ring with you soft boys who play the round ball. So what I've done, I've set up my own company called Masterclass Is, and you can get the Masterclass at my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Y-R-E-3 backslash W-A-S-D-Q backslash 1-3-S-V-F. Finally, the show critics are talking about. The Amazing Scardino, live on Broadway. Four weeks, only on Mondays, only at 8 p.m., only for an hour. In a show that critics are calling, wow, I can't believe this is only $150 a ticket. I don't even mind that Nathan Lane and Sutton Foster aren't in it. Bear witness as the amazing Scardino mesmerizes and spellbinds. With close-up magic at a distance, so close, and yet so far. Here is your spirit card, the Four of Angels. Transformative, the power of close-up magic at a distance. Who does he see when he sees you? Only he knows. I haven't met you, but I know you better than you know yourself. Healer. Deep thinker. Influencer. Hacktivist. Mansplainer. Karen. Whoever you were before the show, you won't be the same when you leave. Ally. Lover. Friend. Friend's lover. After four years in prison for a crime he says he didn't commit, the amazing Scardino, live on Laserdisc, on Broadway, on Mondays, on Parole. Ross, Rachel, Chandler, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Chandler, Rachel, Rachel, and you, Gunther.
And me? I'm Joey. An innocent man named Joey. Joey Scardino. That's right. I was the Joey all along. Shut up. The Amazing Scardino. Live on Broadway. You don't need to book tickets. He already knows you're coming. Tinker. Taylor. Soldier. Goodbye. Now that, sir, is an excellent question. Just before the camera rolls, I ask myself, which Marvel superhero am I? Holland got Spider-Man. The Hiddles got Loki. Ben Strange. Stuart is Xavier. McAvoy is a young Charles Xavier. Fassbender and McKellen, they make a decent Magneto between the two of them. I mean, the guy from Downton Abbey, he's Legion, and Ben Chaplin is Daredevil. So I think what I'm getting to with this, uh, in regards to audition technique, is... Oh, no, wait, there's more! The DC guys, Bale and Cavell, are an excellent Batman and Superman. If you're Australian, you can also give the superheroes a go. And if you're an American, I'm sure you can be like a Ninja Turtle, you know, or a Transformer. For example, Leonardo DiCaprio is channeling Donatello in every character he plays. And if you look very closely, you can actually see him spinning a tiny bow staff throughout the Wolf of Wall Street. And Chris Evans, even though he is Captain America, he's actually thinking about Optimus Prime. Do you know, I've, I've completely forgotten what the question was. Oh yeah, audition technique. Um, let me tell you this. I am Squirrel Girl. When those cameras roll, I am Squirrel Girl ear to tail. And it pains me to know that one day they're going to make the movie and I'm going to have to watch somebody be me on film. Probably some woman. So once you've got the audition out of the way using those tips I just mentioned, never, ever learn your lines. You are an artist and you've got a lot to bring to the role. And if you're going to be limited by words written on the page, you are not going to bring a truthful performance with you. Writers are not psychic. And who knows your mind the best? You do. Do you think anybody tells Timothy Stanfield what to say? No way, Jose. Before we move on, I've got what is probably the most important piece of advice. How you act on set is going to affect the lives of the other actors, directors that you're working with, and is really going to change the dynamic of the finished product. I'm talking, of course, about on-set pranks. There's a saying in Hollywood which is, pranks make banks. The best pranks lead to the most successful movies of all time. The two greatest on-set pranksters, and therefore the greatest actors working today, are myself and Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep? The only actress in Hollywood who is not a superhero, a Transformer or a Ninja Turtle is in fact a prank. You heard me right, because she herself is a prank played by Dame Helen Mirren. For God's sake, nobody tell her children or either of her husbands. Are you sick of getting cancelled just for watching TV? Uh Uh-huh. Well, we've got the streaming service for you. We've got movies. We've got TV shows. We've got comedy. 
Jar Jar Binks live at the Apollo with four extra hours of bonus features. Misa likey. We've got vintage commercials back when men were men and women knew their place. Every episode of Cops in slow motion. No trigger warnings here unless it's attached to an actual gun. We've got Ghost Dad directed by and starring Bill Cosby making himself invisible. Who knows why? Where'd this pudding come from? We've got the jazz singer, Birth of a Nation, Song of the South, Zip. and Con Air. To prove we're not racist, we've got Woody Allen, Roman Polanski. Woody Allen interviewing Roman Polanski. Mr. Polanski's people have said we'll only do this interview in Europe. Just because they like little girls doesn't mean you can't like them. If you like your cartoon characters shooting each other, smoking, and hitting on girls, we've got all the uncensored Warner Brothers cartoons. World War II documentaries where the Germans win. Great. Love British comedy? Then Little Britain? And Jim will fix it. Freedom, liberty, common sense, and racist jokes. We've got all the sports like golf and golf. We've got original content, our new reality competition show, American Gladiators, colon, Ellen DeGeneres belittling her staff. She said get her Porsche, not her Porsche. Please, I don't know what she wants. A brand new reality show, Plantation Wedding, hosted by Paula Dean, plus a new season of The Apprentice, Prince Andrew's Teen Interns, and my show, Ho Derek's going through it, where I visit Europe to show how stupid they are for once. Don't take a knee for Don't Tread on Me TV Plus. Subscribe now before it gets ruined by socialism. Hi, 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 yeah. watching TV and see all the shows you missed from the 1960s off collar jokes that you'll share with your friends you need a streaming service on which you can depend don't you be treading on me plus 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 don't you be treading on me Close at your choice And I will be 
outro oh yeah and then we have this this has been meet the junior misses written and produced by sam rhodes sean sellers and me molly molshine mr sean sellers whatever (laughs) uh sam and sean edited it um they invited me to do the girl voices so that they don't get me tooed uh they also had me take notes they literally asked me to take notes i brought them donuts um, and if you want to hear me get sexually harassed on vinyl, you can buy our record, The Best of Kaycock, from Drift Loud Records. Yeah, I thought actually we were going to talk about maybe like like us or subscribe. Oh or, yeah, like because us. I don't know where we are. Maybe we're on we're on web. I guess we're on you, the internet. Yeah, find uh, us on the internet. But maybe maybe this is maybe a big podcasting company. Yeah, like made all our dreams come true. That's right. Or, but or maybe we self produced and this is just on Spotify. I'll tell you where we're not is not on Facebook because Molly says that Facebook's dead and yeah. she knows because yeah. she's trendier than us too, isn't she? Find us on Clubhouse. Clubhouse dot com forward slash the internet <laughs> i thought it was for i thought it was clubhouse.org.edu.latvia <laughs> dot london and women were little bitches 